We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Welcome to Light Years. Andy Lou, we are recording this after game four on the Spotify live app. Frustrating game, but a big, big win for the Warriors. Resilient game. Let's call it a resilient game for the Warriors, pulling that one out down the stretch. Yeah, ah, man, just one of those. Actually, I shouldn't say, Sam, one of those. It, it was honestly the worst game the Warriors played this postseason. Um, look, uh, look, I'm not going to talk about the fourth quarter yet because I want to be angry about the first three. But, you know, you're, you're talking <laughs> about you're, you're, no, but you're, you're talking about a team that wants to win a championship. And I think those first three quarters, I don't know, man. It, it's, it's just a rough watch. I think regardless if you're a Warriors fan or not, you watch those first three quarters, you're like, ah, this team can't be serious, right? They're well, at so home. I'm, Right, it's just, yeah. it's just rough. So let me let me let me let me bring this back because we're jumping right into it right now. So f- first things first, Steve Kerr enters the health and safety protocols. Um, he has COVID. So first things first, get better, Steve. Um, and then secondarily, the Warriors kind of played like they had COVID for like three quarters of the game. I don't, I don't know. What, Jesus. I don't. I don't know what to say. That it was. Um, you know. You know what's interesting. Everyone told us, you know, oh, Grizz, 20 and five without jaw, 20 and five without jaw. Like I started rolling my eyes because it's like, you know, sure. I, I, I shot out a Twitter. I was like, hey, did you guys know the Grizz are 20 and five without jaw? Like I've only heard it a bazillion times. Um, but when you watch them, it makes sense why they're so effective without them. Uh, right. And the numbers kind of back it. They're the best defense in the NBA when jaw doesn't play. Wow. Um, at least in that small sample size, they defend at a level statistically that's comparable to like the Celtics and you know, kind of like the 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 best teams uh, defensively this year. Now they also just have no offense, which is why they couldn't seal the game tonight at all. Like when right. it got close, they had no one to go to, and so that's kind of the catch twenty two of that. But for three quarters, you could. You know what I saw? I saw a Warriors team that had no clue how to attack a high-level defense. And that's a problem they're going to have to figure out because the deeper they get into the playoffs, the more defenses are going to resemble this. Only those teams are going to have guys who can make shots, not Dylan Brooks. Right. You know what I'm saying? Right. So 
So in some ways, I think it's good that the Warriors ran into this. I don't know how much they can learn from something like this, but like this look, the, the Grizz came out with aggressive, I don't want to say championship level defense, but like contention level defense. And the Warriors looked completely confused. That 142 points they hung on them, like it, it wasn't the same team. It wasn't. It wasn't. And when they scored 142, it it wasn't like they went full ISO pick and roll, right, Sam? Like they ran their offense, and I think that offense works, especially against a a, a guy that you can pick on, like John Morant, right? Like he's almost like that version. And of they like were and they were able to run. Did they? They, they right? Didn't, they didn't run at all today. They didn't have an opportunity no. to run. No. Yeah. No, and and I think like you know maybe that's a lot of it. And and Jaw is someone that you pick on like like Steph when he was younger, like Jordan Poole right now, right? Like like it's just that's how it, the NBA is, and and that's really not the case against his team. But Sam, I also feel like at the same time, you know, you shoot all for fifteen to start the game from three, you shoot that poorly, and the team's taking terrible shots and they're turning the ball over. I, I think it's both ways, right? I think this team can score. They have the personnel to score against great defenses. I think they've got they're the best offense left in the NBA in this postseason. But it, it to me, it's more of the execution that's really disgusting. But you've got Steph and Draymond coming out of this game, and they're just throwing the ball around like it's January. That's completely unacceptable. And again, you were going to get to Steph and Draymond cl- coming up clutch in the fourth quarter. But regardless, coming out like that at home up to one where you know that you win this game. It's pretty much over, right? And it's pretty, it's pretty much a done series. Now they're up three, one, but it's hard to watch that and kind of feel good. Right. Throughout this entire game. No. Yeah. To me, what was, so you remember before they started the playoffs were like, they're going to have to figure it out on the fly. And then they, they more or less just kind of ran through Denver. And then the first three games of this series, you know, they won two, they lost one. They more or less ran through Memphis. You know, you could say it was back and forth, but it was just a track meet. This was the first game they've played where teams forced them to play in the half court. And it's just abundantly clear that they don't know what they want to do at all in the half court until they got to the fourth quarter. And it it was just kind of like Steph was, okay, I'm just going to go one-on-one at this point. That was basically it because the first three quarters, I mean, you, you called it, you called it correctly. Like the turnovers, Draymond yelling at guys to cut guys, not knowing where to go. Turnovers, turnovers, turnovers. I mean, you keep going down the list. That's just, that's how it was. And then, and to me, it's just kind of like, it points out that they've not played in games like this at all as a group. Yeah. Yeah, that's a, that's a great point. I had thought about that, right? That this team ha- haven't played together this entire season. You talk about Clay, you talk about Jordan Poole's uh, breakout, right? Clay coming back from injury. Steph hasn't played before the postseason. You talk about, yeah, you're right. It, it's a team that's trying to figure it out on the fly. So maybe we cut them some slack, Sam. But at the same time, this team's got a prime chance to win a championship. And I think that's that's it's fair to be frustrated. Because this team could win the championship this season, uh, but you know, let's you know we can move well, to the I, I mean, Well, I gotta be Mr. Optimism here. They're all oh, three one. Oh now. God, yeah, I, I know, know. So, I know. so I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna push it forward. I'm gonna push back on you yeah. a little bit here, and I'm gonna okay. go. They took care of business in the fourth. It wasn't pretty. It was right. ugly. Now they right. have a chance to end this series in five games, and we know the Phoenix Suns and Dallas Mavericks are gonna go at least six. So they're gonna mm. get extra rest and. 
they don't look like they need the rest from a, you know, dead leg standpoint, but they do look like a team who could use extra practice time. They do look like a team who could use a little, just every little advantage they can get on, on the way to uh, the next round and the round after that, because they are working through this on the fly. Um, let's get to this. Let's get into some of the specifics of this game yep. at hand. Yep. So first we talked about it, Steph, 18 points in the fourth quarter. He's been doing this all playoffs where he's really kind of letting, let other people get going and then kind of asserting himself at the end. And it can be frustrating, particularly on nights like tonight where I'm like, dude, maybe you should take over earlier and then they follow your lead. But it's just not been what he's been into. You know, Steph, he's trying to get everyone else going and end of the day, trust that he can take over when he needs to. And you know what? It, it worked tonight. I mean, he, he did everything he needed to to get him going in the fourth quarter and get the win. <sighs> Even in the optimistic take, we got to go with the frustration side where it's like, Steph, I mean, look, if you put if you put on those lavender shoes earlier, I look. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. I'm gonna wait for. I need. I need. Uh, I need friend of the show, show, Tony Slater, to tweet out the stats in the different shows. He, his game did change. It. I think she did. His it. game. His game did have an uptick when he changed shoes. It really. It's just look. 18 points in the fourth quarter. Started making threes. Got to the hole. Uh, made against all the a very good throws, defense. Yeah. Very good. That was pretty much locked in on him. Game-winning flop against Desmond Bain. I, look, Steph is not a. Uh, a good flopper, but that one, that one might have won them the game. I just think one of those crunch time you – know, we're used to watching LeBron. We watched Kobe growing up, Duncan. I mean, you've watched MJ. I think you watch these great players, and as, the, as long as the game is within five, six points, even single digits in the fourth quarter, you expect the guy who's the best player on the floor to win you that game, right? I think as a Warriors fan, I think we're, we haven't seen that in a few years just because the Warriors haven't been in the postseason. I think it's pretty cool to see that again where you watch Steph Curry and you're just like, yeah, that's the best guy on the floor. I mean, he's the best. He's taken over, and he's just going to win the Warriors this game somehow. Somehow, some way, it's not pretty, but he's just going to find a way to go threes, layups in the mid-range and just end this thing. And uh, I don't know, man. It's just it's great to see. Um, I'm with you. You kind of wish that he'd done it earlier. I definitely agree. But <laughs> that's as clutch as you can come, especially if in a game like this. Going to give you a little Steph propaganda, which, you know, is a very We're important always subject. down. We're always down. So I feel like um, nationally – what he's been doing in the playoffs has been, I don't want to say overshadowed, but with the emergence of Jordan Poole and the Warriors being kind of a get it done by committee type of team for the most part, you would think Steph has not been amazing in the playoffs. I'm here to point out he's still averaging 28 points per game. He is fourth, I want to say, in scoring in the playoffs right now. Ahead of him is is Jokic, which, I mean, yeah, he, Jokic put up like 30-plus a game in round one because he had no health. Uh, Luka and Giannis, that's it. He's right there scoring and doing whatever his team needs. I think it's the fact that he started the playoffs on a minute restriction coming off of the bench. Oh, by the way, that's the other part. He's averaging 28 a game playing about 33 minutes a game because he was minutes restricted the first half of the playoffs. Every other player I listed was playing like 38 to 40 minutes a game. So he's leading the playoffs in kind of points per minute. And I don't think it's, I don't think it's that far off to say outside of Giannis, he's playing 
as well as anyone in the NBA right now. You know, I'll give you Giannis. If you want to say Giannis is playing better than everyone, no argument for me. <laughs> he's playing out of his mind. I think Steph, yeah. even though he started the right. playoffs coming off the bench, even though he's kind of let other players take the shine, we've been talking about Jordan Poole's emergence and this new aggressive Andrew Wiggins and uh, all these different things. And, and those are all true. Steph's still the guy they go to when it matters. Steph's still the best player on the team. And Steph is still one of the two or three best players in the league and a guy you can absolutely count on that if you're in a close game, you trust if the ball's in his hands. Yep. Yep. I, it's, it's that simple. It's really that simple. Enough with the uh, enough with the Draymond starting the, the action where he's, you know, nobody's guarding him. He's trying to squeeze it between two people, right? Enough with the – Clay hit a big shot tonight, huge shot in the fourth, but just overall a horrific game. Uh, just enough with the quick shots there. Just get the ball in Steph's hands and you just know good things are going to happen. And I think, like, Steph kind of just said, I'm going to stop passing it. He really just said, I'm going to stop passing it and I'm just going to make shit happen. And, and uh, when he's got that mentality, it's – there's no, but there's no, I'm taking that above anything else you got in the playoffs, right? Like the only guy that's made prime LeBron six years ago, like uh, you can, you can give that, like that, that guy's amazing, right? But beyond sure. that, you talk about this postseason right now. Yeah. Giannis is amazing. They're in a dog fight. Uh, Luca's amazing, but I just don't think maybe he's there yet. Um, Steph has a chance. Yeah, he's he's, he's got to get the body fat about 5% lower. Uh, look, dude, I, th- I, Sam, I think that Mikel Bridges can't guard him because Luca's fat. Like, that's my thing. I, I just think, like, <laughs> he's just a fat dude, and Mikhail's just going to get put in the rim every time. But anyway, I, <laughs> Steph's got to – Isn't that kind of funny? Like, it works to his advantage on offense. Like, dudes who are great defenders can't do anything with him, but yeah. then he gets he gets kind of cooked on defense because yeah. of it too. So it's like yeah. he's, got, yeah. he's got to find that happy medium. But That's, that's going to be a good series, by the way. That's, and uh, you, make a, you make a great point. Every series is 2-2. Yeah. Right. And and the Warriors, Warriors have a chance. Warriors yep. have a chance to get extra rest, which is yep. ultimately what matters. We can we can get frustrated with everything else, but ultimately what matters. Few more shout outs on this game. Sure. Actually, I want to ask a quick question to you. Okay. So not on the negative side, but Clay Thompson, another wildly inefficient night. Whew. Six for twenty. Uh he did rebound the ball. He did play physical defense. Whether it was a you know, he is trying in other aspects, but it's like the shot hunting, sometimes I wish he'd dial it back. Jordan Poole, not a particularly good game, and he played way less minutes than Clay. Um, now, here's my question for you. Should Mike Brown have gone with more Jordan Poole over Clay Thompson in this game? Uh, because, it's, I mean, they were both inefficient, but Jordan Poole – put up the same amount of points in him and eight less shots. He was more dynamic on offense. He created play. better things happened offensively when Jordan pulls on the floor. It's it's the off it's the offense defense question. I think right now you gotta say objectively that Jordan Poole's a better offensive player. Um mm-hmm. it, it, Clay is kind of hit or miss. One day arrest, you kind of saw this coming. Doesn't mean that Clay doesn't mean that's it's absolvable, right? Like you if you're a Clay, why are you taking 20 shots? Uh, the part is like Clay's defense, like you said, it, it's still physical. I mean, there's a reason why Memphis couldn't score tonight, right? Outside of John not playing, Clay was also, uh, solid on defense, and I think Jordan Poole still gets attacked. Like I'm watching slow mo kind of go after Jordan Poole like that. So I, I, I think that's yeah, slow mo really, the, really went after him. And so I, I'm with you. I think offensively, just Jordan Poole, you've he should be playing more minutes. At the same time, it's like Clay played 38, Poole played 32. 
can you cut those to have them both play about 35? So, right? Like, I'm just, I'm just not sure. Like, yeah. maybe balance that out a little bit because Clay off one day of rest playing 38 minutes. Like, I'm sure Clay wants to be out there, but geez, that's a lot of minutes for a guy that's coming off two injuries, two years, and struggling the way he does. Right? Like, it's, it's maybe you got to save him from himself a little bit. Yeah, um, I, I'm wondering if it's a little just splitting hairs too. Like I'm talking about guy playing two more minutes than the guy playing last, but it's it's something to call out because but you can, no, but you you're can right, see- you're right though. Six more minutes plus eight more shots is. I mean, this was a one possession game, Sam, down the stretch, and, and you know it should not have been. It, it yeah, against uh, against a team who can defend with better offense, you probably lose that game. Um, the Warriors, I don't want to say got lucky, but it is Memphis's offense is what it is without Ja. Um, let's let's get to the next topic, which is Andrew Wiggins. Another excellent game, honestly. I, yep. I I don't know what to say. Like ten rebounds, he's leading the team in rebounds. Things I absolutely did not see coming. Andrew Wiggins leading this team in rebounds. I will. I'll go on the record and say I would. I, if you told me that was going to happen, I'd be like, yeah, it, you know, I have I have something to sell you. You know, like no <laughs> chance, no chance on earth. Not just that, he's um, he's taking what the defense will give him on offense. He's been a little more aggressive, finishing around the rim. Just overall, he's doing everything you'd ever hoped he would do, and uh, you know. Can't say enough for large stretches of this game and really this whole series. He's been just kind of Mr. Consistent steady. He really is. He, re- he really is. I think the offensive rebounding down the stretch was incredible. He had two back-to-back really save possessions for the Warriors. And uh, that's, the type of, that's the type of stuff that we were seeing Otto Porter make, right? But I think Otto Porter probably can't play more than 25 minutes. Those are the plays that we've seen Andre Godala make, right? Look, we're not going to talk about that three-pointer that Wiggins had uh, at the end of the game. We're not going to talk yeah, about that. Yeah, that was not nice. We don't <laughs> talk about that. But did you see the plays that he made defensively, right? And defensively, he was incredible. A couple blocks. Tyus Jones kind of locked them up at the end. And I think you're, just what else needs to be said about a guy that I think 17 points tonight probably could have shot more, 7 for 13. But he's doing all the things that I – dirty work that I think, you know – Clay certainly not doing them as well as Wiggins. I don't mean to keep throwing Clay under the bus here, but Clay, Wiggins is doing all the things that we've seen those kind so of championship the, players do. Yeah, someone in the yeah. chat saying, is Wiggs a 16-game player? And <laughs> uh, seven wins into it right now. He looks like a 16-game player to me. I mean, <laughs> he really he's, does. He's playing like it. I don't know what else to say. I don't need anything else from Wiggins. If he can continue doing this no, the rest of the way, no. I'm thrilled. I think yep. he's, he's 100 not just filled his role, but filled the role the Warriors need him to fill. Which, which are different, I don't different know if we knew that he could do that. Well, he's never he's never rebounded in the past. That's the thing. Like he, I I didn't I was skeptical he could play a small ball four because he's never been a guy who's got you a bunch of like offensive rebounds. When's he ever done it? No, never, never. Not that aggressive too, right? Like the way he's going about it is like is is. You know, we always talk about the the lack of aggressiveness on offense, where it's like, yeah, you take it to the whole more. But now it's like Wiggins is almost coming out there and say, yeah, this is my this is my fucking paint, right? He's and he's going up against Brandon Clark, uh, Kyle Anderson, Stephen Adams. He's guarding it for long stretches. Jaron Jackson. It ain't like he's going up against a small ball lineup of the Memphis Grizzlies. Grizzlies did try to go big tonight. And various stretches of the game, and Andrew Wiggins just kind of said, and it worked for them, by the way. Yeah. And yeah, yeah, you're right. He ma- he matched it. This is this is exactly the type of matchup I would have before the playoffs started. On paper, I'd be like, this is the, the type of matchup they'll, that he'd struggle with. A team that goes super big and physical 
that's not a Wiggins game, you know? Um, and, and it was, and he did what he needed to do. Um, let's see, we should, we should Draymond, mention Draymond Otto. struggled, but yes, Otto. Yeah. It'll go Otto first. Let's keep it. Let's keep it positive first. Otto, Otto kind of opened the game up for them being the only guy who could hit shots, which, um, they were desperate for as, as stretch there. Um, just a vital player to this rotation. He, he, he rebounds the ball well, makes the right play on offense, good passer. Um, you could tell they want to keep him. He's a free agent in the summer, just absolutely just perfect warrior. And I think he was I, – I think if he wasn't hitting shots in the third quarter, this game might have got out of hand. Like they were searching for someone to give them a shot of energy, and it was him. Uh, classic Andre Godala. Like, I keep throwing a Godala out because I love Andre Godala, but Otto Porter, just an actual shooter. Uh, it's it's amazing that he's finally found a shot. I think it was gone for what two months. Yeah, two months. But, I mean, <laughs> he's, been, he's been a good shooter his whole career, but yeah, whole been career kind of, for for a couple months there, he was just really struggling with the three. I know, uh, whole career he's been amazing, and he just kind of fell off the map. But it, I think it's amazing that he's back again. He's making all the great plays regardless, right? Like he he's just an amazing rebounder the way that Wiggins has been that we didn't know that was possible. He's he's downsized to play the four, even the five sometimes. I, I just I don't know what else you've got to say about Otto, who's actually been incredible this entire series. Uh, I, him him and Wiggins have. You know, I think large stretches of this game, I, I literally sat there. I think I texted you, and I was just like, you know what? The only guys that have showed up tonight is Andrew Wiggins, Otto Porter, and Kevon Looney. Like, those are the three guys that are playing well for the Warriors right now, and, you know, the rest of the guys showed up. But uh, it, it's it's pretty sweet to see. Uh, to see. You know what we're saying? We're seeing strength in numbers, Samuel. That's what we're seeing. Yeah, 2015 <laughs> oh, back. All right, let's get to um, let's get to the goons. Let's get to the goods. Uh, let's talk Draymond real quick. Okay. We'll do Draymond first. Uh, incredible uh, block on Jaron Jackson. Kind of reminiscent of the one on Jokic uh, where he got that game-winning steal. Rest of the game, Sam. The rest of the game. Not pretty. Not the best Draymond game. Honestly, I was I was going to leave the topic up, but it's like they got to figure out. He's got he's to – let go of the whole uh, traffic cop thing on offense because it's getting it's getting a little ridiculous in my opinion. Yep, I don't know what else Agreed. to say. Agreed. It's Agreed. um, it's just it's killing their rhythm. He's been he's he's been I don't want to call him a negative on offense, but they they haven't dropped off offensively if he's off the floor, and that's not a good sign. Like. They they played better in game one without him. For large stretches of this game, they got better offense when he went off the floor. Uh, he's got to figure that out because it, it, he can't he can't nuke the offense the way he's been doing it. He series. he can't nuke the offense, and he can't like right now defensively he's good, but he's not great. Like if you're going to be this bad on offense, you better be all time on defense, right? And I think just just the way that Draymond looks on offense right now. It's more of a – I think you're 100% correct. It's relinquish the ball at the top of the key. Nobody's guarding you. You're squeezing the rock between two people. It, enough. Like Jordan Poole, Steph Curry, pick and roll. Come on. I, I'm okay even with a split action because it's not like Memphis is, is this is this incredibly smart team, even though tonight they were great. Like it, just, just come on. Let it go. That's it. Let's move it to the goons. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate – 
isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Hey, y'all. There we go. I am, uh, wow. I'm surprised I can still talk after that game. I was yelling at my television, like, just like, what are you doing? Like, especially at Clay, like, he just... I love I love Clay so much, but there were a lot of moments tonight where I was just like, "What? What? Why? Why?" Um, but I will say, after how ugly this game was, I've seen enough. We're definitely winning the title. Like I'm just calling it now. Like, wow, there's no way that partially because like I heard people talking about uh, how ugly this game was, and you know, I watched the 2003 playoffs. That's what this game felt like, and if we can survive a game like that where nothing works for us and like Clay and Jay and Jordan both kind of look ugly. Like I think we can survive anything. Um, Otto looked awesome tonight. Gun to your head. Would you trade? Would you get rid of Wiseman for nothing? If it meant keeping Otto, that, that was the binary. <laughs> oh, okay. oh, um, boy. oh boy. Okay. And then the last thing, this is for the, this is actually for the people in the chat because the discord has a special request. No cap. We need you back, man. You keep saying you're coming back. And you haven't come back yet. And you know you know who we're talking to. So I'll let you guys go with that. <laughs> oh, the, the Light Years Discord is the best. Um, I actually feel pretty good about the Warriors' chances to keep Otto, uh, irrespective of any other player on the roster. But we'll, we'll deal with that in the offseason. He's here now, you know? Uh, Wiseman's not going anywhere. I just want to throw that in. Wiseman's not going anywhere. He is going to be Batting. starting at center next season. Let's get to Eduardo. Eduardo. Just want to say that game uh, aged me like 30 years. I don't think this is good for my health, but we got the win. That's all that matters. Uh, hopefully there's less stress for, for y'all. Um, main question. Do you think uh, Jaw being out almost kind of made this worse for us? Because kind of missed him on defense, if I'm being honest. Yeah, I mean, I, I do. So there's two ways. One, the Grizzlies are way better defensively without Jaw, and I think that posed a different challenge for the Warriors. And ones that one they weren't ready for. Two, like we all know how it goes when a team's missing their star. Uh, on some level, there was definitely a Warrior. Uh, let's just say 
in my opinion, I don't think they came out with the best focus. You know, like part of it was certainly they thought they were going to walk all over them. So I do think in some ways it it worked in the Grizzlies' favor today. (laughs) Yeah, I'm I'm with you. I mean, you know know what I'm talking about. It's like when when teams missing their best player and, you know, you come out and you're like, I don't need to try as hard. Next thing you know, you're, you know, you're getting a little bit of a dogfight. I just I just think the problem is this isn't a young team. This is a team that's won three titles. This is a team that's been through really the worst of times and the best of times. And uh, it's, you know, you know, that's the Warriors, though, right? There's no other team in the NBA that can just throw the ball around like this and still find a way to win the game. So, you know, we've watched this for eight, seven, eight years. We're used to it. Still, it's still painful, though. Still painful. Ryan, what's up, man? Uh, nothing much. Just got done watching the game at uh, Del Frisco's. Uh, freaking Tommy and I were going. Uh, we we looked like we were about to get kicked out of the joint at the end. Uh, Wiggins gave me war flashbacks for one second with that off the backboard three. I I, I was having playing flashbacks. Um, but overall, great Wiggins game. Absolutely fantastic game. He did all the little things which I was stunned about. And then our boss man beat their boss man, Clay Thompson, outdueled Dylan Brooks in the Battle of the Boss Men. And we are four and zero when I wear boss man gear. So let's go. Oh, I'm not. I'm never taking your call again, Ryan. That's really <laughs> but, <laughs> By the way, shout out to Tommy and Ryan got meeting up. That's the Light Years Discord making uh making relationships right there. I love that. Adam, what's up, man? Hey guys. Uh, number one. Man, I, you know, this game made me realize how bad Jaw's uh, point of attack defense was and just how he, he really puts a lot of unnecessary flack, um, that Triple J has received and even Steven Adams. Like he just puts them in such bad positions to get in foul trouble that I honestly think they're a slightly better team without, without Jaw and, you know, outlandish take. I'm not being on a real real here, but I get some Steve Francis, Stefan Marbury vibes from from Ja. Maybe we're a, a year and a half away from basically a lot of first take uh, analysis of you know they should have traded Ja after this year when, it was, when his value was at the highest. Number two, Taylor Jenkins is in a he's in a he's in an abusive relationship with. Uh, with Dylan Brooks, because oh. that, that guy, he he loves Dylan Brooks more than anybody, more than Dylan Brooks loves himself. <laughs> you know, Dylan Brooks, like, how does that guy take 18 shots and and Bane Insane. takes eight shots? Insane. And and at the end of the game, they're going to him as their go-to scorer. This guy that was dribbling off his foot and just an automatic turnover, terrible. Number three, Mike Brown. I think I think this game might might may be very prophetic about history repeating itself. He might be the next Luke Walton because he he's watched 82 regular season games and the the playoff games so far this year, and he's he still believed that Damian Lee was gonna be an effective playoff you know play to give him 13 minutes. I mean he he thought he was gonna be you know he's gonna outsmart kind of you know the analytics, but. I, I, I and, and and I I get your point about kind of the Warriors. You know, you know this might be. I think they need experience. I don't think they need rest. I think it might be good for them to lose Game Five just so them for them to go through some kind of uh, some some kind of some some kind of 
you know, playoff metal building kind of experience because I, it's, it, it's, it's hard for me to kind of really believe in the Warriors and it's hard for me to assess them because honestly, they've played the worst team in the playoffs and in, in the Grizzlies, probably the fourth worst team in the playoffs uh, of both conferences. That's kind of how I feel out of, you know, after watching the first round and, 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 and the second round thus far. And it's, Last point, you know, I don't want to take up too much time. It's, I was really worried about the Warriors just on how, how, how hard they were celebrating. They were celebrating like this was a pivotal game five. Uh, I, it was, all right, Adam. Here, you're starting to lose me a little bit on yeah. this one. In general, by the way, Dylan Brooks 100% yells Kobe after he shoots <laughs> like every time. Like, it, I know, I know the dude pickup who does that. That's Dylan Brooks. You know, like <laughs> but, just, you can see it on his face. <laughs> so, can we, uh, can we talk about Taylor Jenkins for thirty seconds here? Yeah. Uh, I actually, I, I had, I had my rant ready midday. But oh, too many things no, have happened. No, 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 no. Give it to us. Give it to no, us. No, no, go for, go for it. Now, now I've lost my train. Okay, of thought. I'll get back. Okay, to it. I go first. You, you latch on. Um, I just think very immature. Uh, I, I think. A coach that I think he's a good coach. I mean, there's a reason why this team is 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 what it is, right? He's he has he's been under a lot of great coaches in his career. He's he's only not even 40 years old. Seems smart, but I think that when you're a coach of a team that's now in the second round and you're going to be in the postseason for probably a really long time, uh, there's a level of I think professionalism that you've got to exude. Uh, and I think Steve Kerr obviously has that. Greg Popovich, all the great coaches, really a lot of the coaches in the NBA, just very smart and just say the right things, do the right things. And I think Taylor Jenkins right now, you're seeing the, you're seeing the 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 youngness, the rookiness of Amateur him. Hour. Amateur hour. Exactly they, what it is. Yep. Their entire their entire thing was not disclosing the MRI results, which someone's going to have to double check this for I'm pretty sure that's a violation and they're going to get fined for it. You have to, you have to disclose it to the league and publicly. Otherwise, Uh otherwise you're just hiding players health stuff. And it's a a risk. So it's just like that, the campaigning for Jordan pool. Like what are we doing here? Come on, man. You know, to me, it's, it's just kind of amateur hour stuff. And it kind of sucks for a guy I thought was, had a really impressive year of coaching. They were so, but whatever, you know, that's that's his problem. The last point on Ja, you know, you, or actually, I'll, no, I'll no. let you keep going. No, 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 keep going, keep going. Do you think, um, I, I don't think they're better, they're not better without Ja, but you do, you do notice that like Jaron Jackson, he does, he is kind of left out to dry a lot because of Ja. Like, I think Jaron's a really good player. You know what I mean? Amazing. And I think yep. it's particularly defensively. I think a lot of those foul issues are pertaining to Ja more than, um, let's just say, Jaron being overzealous all the time. I, I lost you for a second there, Sam. But uh, I, I think your your point on I think your what, what was the point on Jaron? Sorry. I was saying I, I don't think the caller is wrong in saying a lot of Jaron's foul trouble can be attributed to Ja. Just like putting up no resistance uh, and hanging him out to dry. Yeah, yeah. Um, I yeah. I mean, John Moran. I think his you know the age old thing is always like, oh, Jaws out. It's this, but it's like at the same time, it's like this team. I mean, this team was twenty five for a reason. Now you mm-hmm. you pointed out that the that the Grizzlies have the number one defense without Jaw. I did not know that. 
That is, uh, I mean, now they got Dylan Brooks back, who's, you know, a good defensive player as much as, you know, I like to make fun of him. But I mean, this is this is a team that uh, had the Warriors in a straitjacket for 47 and a half minutes. <laughs> so the Warriors won the game. Uh, one final point. Let's, let's keep it moving here. Uh, the final point on this team is this team is going through fighting and in these close games. They're doing it right now. Game one, game two in this game. Like, what, what are we talking about here? Three straight games against Denver were close games. Like, this team is learning through experience right now, right? I, I don't need the Warriors to go through another loss to do that, right? This team is learning and kind of going through how to win in these close games again, right? They've done it before. And and I think the celebration-wise, look, man, this team is up 3-1. They're about to make it to the Western Conference Finals. Say they haven't done that in two-plus seasons, right? The last time it happened was Katie didn't tear his Achilles yet. Clay didn't, Clay didn't even tear his ACL or Achilles, right? Steph didn't break his hand. Draymond, you know, was kind of a shell of him. So it's like the last time this happened, Jordan Poole was in Michigan, right? So I, they get to celebrate however they want to celebrate. And Chase Center should celebrate with them. Uh, win is a win is a win, man. It's the postseason. Agreed. Uh, let's get to my guy, Ant. Ant, what's up, man? Hey, what what up, fellas? How you guys doing? Whew. Good. Hey, man. Um, real quick, great win for you, for you guys, man. That was a lot of fun to watch. Um, what is the um, what is the outlook in terms of who was the best matchup for you guys, Suns or the Mavs? Okay, so I, I think you have to say the Mavs. Uh, just because the Suns are better all around, but I think Luca, like the Luca's just a tougher matchup individually than Booker, CP, or Aiton is for the Warriors. Like Aiton in general has not caused a lot of issues for the Warriors. Like he, he's obviously good, but he's not Draymond, causing issues for the Mavs. <laughs> yeah, but I was saying when Draymond and Looney have been locked in, right, they, right, they I don't want to say they neutralized him, but like he hasn't he hasn't taken over the game and commanded double teams or done something like that to them and then you know chris paul and and devin booker both phenomenal but they're not they're not causing the warriors the type of issues that luca is like it in the games against dallas in the regular season i mean clay and wiggins struggled with luca and then you know if those guys aren't guarding him i don't even know where you go like you put Draymond on him you know so it's it's a tricky situation um, I don't know. I, I, I don't know what the, the better matchup is, but I, I'm going to – as much as I don't want to say it, I'm still going to say Dallas is probably the easier matchup. Just because I agree. Outside of Luka, there's just not as much there. And, you know, Phoenix, it's not one player. It's just like the collective. Yep. Gotcha. Yep. I appreciate it. It's, I mean, people what do you are, think? like, sweating their balls off watching this game. But, like, <laughs> yeah. like an outsider watching it, it was a lot of fun for me just that basketball guy watching both teams come back and the Grizzlies changing up how how they do things and play yeah. more the team and you can see like they missed jaw in the last like five minutes right because they didn't know who to shoot the ball so um that was a lot of fun to watch and then like Curry just kind of just turns it on at the end there but um fun show I'll uh, step down well I, hold on hold on and who do you think is the easier matchup Mavs, Mavs or Suns who do I think yeah um I think you guys like pretty much laid it out in terms of the the uh, the Mavs because of you know Luca and their 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 second best players Jalen Brunson and no disrespect to him but like that's not really a scary thing if you're the Warriors especially if you have GP two out you know what I mean so 
Um, if you can find a way to, you're not going to stop Luca, but if you can find a way to just hold serve on on that end, I can see the Warriors winning in probably five or six. Yeah, I I agree. I I, I tend I agree. I, I think. Look, it's not like the Suns have been super impressive, but I still do think that you prefer probably not to play the Suns uh, in that series. This yeah, and weapons, bro. They got so many. They got so many weapons. Bro. I mean, it's, that's, yeah, really, right. that's it's, really what it comes to. That's really what yeah. it comes down to. It's like I, you know, I like Jalen Brunson and Spencer Dinwiddie is a nice, nice player who can who can get really hot coming off the bench. But like outside of that, it's I mean, it's it's not a lot of. It's not a lot of things that are going to scare you. Whereas the Suns, they, they just have eight, nine solid guys who can all do something on offense. So it's always going to be a, l- a little trickier to guard them as a unit. And we appreciate you calling in. For sure. Move forward. Um, let's get to Will. My guy, hey, Will. What's been up, a man? while. Been a while, boys. Um, I have to really look at all of the sports teams that I love. Andy, I know you're more aligned like me. We're Giants, Niners, Sanders, <laughs> A's, Raiders, I believe. Is that the most stressful win you guys have ever dealt with in your life? Because I think for me that was. Just because we lose that without Jaw on the floor, and I know they're great without Jaw. But, man, it is 2-2 two two going back to Memphis on a game where I'm on, I'm on my Peloton during the game watch, and I look up. We're 0 of 15 from three to start in a game we got to win at home. I really got to think about this. Like, is that the most stressful, you know, win <laughs> that has ever been ex- existed? I'll take it ugly whenever time, but man, it felt like a part of me was literally dying during that game. I don't know if it's the most stressful, but I'll put it this way. Will, appreciate the call. I haven't felt that kind of stress in a Warriors game in three, <laughs> four years. I have to. I might have to go back to. I might have to go back to the Rockets series. Houston, um, maybe. Yeah, those yeah. Portland games didn't weren't really stressful. So yeah, I think you probably have to go I, back to Houston. No offense, but Damian Lillard's never stressed me out. So. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah, it's um, it's has to be those Rocket series. Um, that game six before Steph exploded in the fourth quarter, I was very. Oh, stressed. that was elite. That that was an elite one. I, I think you look. I, I think that the Warriors, if they lose this game, it, it just feels like just very a team that's not going to win the title. And I know sometimes it's just a game or a shot. It's the difference, but that's the postseason, right? And I think the Warriors lose this game. I think you and I have a completely different tone. It's a two-two series. I mean, Jaws probably out for the rest of the series, but you can't look at this team with a straight face and say, you know, this is a real contender. But that's sometimes, Sam, that's just all it, all it is. They play they play great for the last six minutes, and all of a sudden, it's all sunshine and rainbows. And I think they'll, they'll play yeah. better in game five. They'll close it out in Memphis, you would think. I mean, maybe they make 23s. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not willing to go that extreme with it, but for me, it was important to see them close out an ugly game. It, yes, and, yes. And that's a thing they yes. need to continue to do because they can't get the regular season back. They can't make, right. You know, right. they can't, they, they can't make Clay untear his Achilles so he misses half this year. They can't make Draymond's back not get injured. They can't make Marcus Smart not roll up on Steph's ankle. They, like, they can't get the continuity back that they lost. So just showing that they can win what's an ugly game, which, Honestly, they didn't deserve to win. Like, 
you know, but, but like that, Hey, that's what a good team does. They needed, they needed that. And so for me, it's just important because inevitably they're going to play at least they're going to play more games like this, the farther you go, the games are going to get uglier. It's going to be more of a grind. The farther you go, um, hopefully they, they, they learned some more about how to play offense in the half court. That was something that was it, from a, just like a pure basketball perspective. It's abundantly clear. They don't really know what they, what they want to do in the half court against a good defense. They, they like, they want to just get in transition on you and, and that's fine. But like, they, they really had no clue how they wanted to attack it till the end. I uh, just just perspective a little bit here because um, I know this this was frustrating. But Warriors are seven and two this postseason, and they haven't been blown out once. Uh, they they really haven't even been down big once. I mean, they've been down maybe big a couple. But like it's never been. And I think we've gotten used to seeing this in those earlier runs for the Warriors. They, there would just be one game where they just kept completely shelled, right? Yeah, they, they're down twenty. Game, yeah. Yep. Yep. And we haven't seen that. You know, I want to say yet, but like we just haven't seen that from these Warriors. And I think, you know, regardless of who you're playing, that that's something to be said that they've played nine games. And, and just if it's not a Warriors win comfortably, it's a barn burner. And so far, the Warriors are winning the close games. And there's something to be said about that. Look, man, you, these aren't the 16, 17, 14, 15 Warriors. You can't just win every series 4 1. I guess just <laughs> right. Like this just sometimes it's just how it is. It's just, it's yeah. just how it is. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Jewelry isn't a gift you give just once. It's a way to remind your loved one of a beautiful moment every time they see it. Blue Nile can help you find the gift that says how you feel and says it beautifully with expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com and experience the convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com to find the perfect jewelry gift for any occasion. BlueNile.com. All right, let's move forward. Karima. Fellas, fellas. All right. There we go. Now, now we got it all out. Got it all out. Adam was bugging the previous, previous caller. He was bugging out, talking about we should lose in Memphis. Get out of here, dude. We are shutting it down in Memphis, okay? Because that's what needs to happen. But let's fast forward. Do we think that Steve Kerr will be able to test out of this and show up for game five. I'm feeling like it's too quick of a turnaround, but I do want to just give a quick shout out to Maple Wiggins, Otto Porter, Loon Dog. They stepped up when it seemed like no one else wanted to. And just, just uh, Wiggins, I just want to give him a big hug because <laughs> from the Timberwolves to where he is now, with a constant smile on his face. He is just giving so much to the Warriors and to the Warriors fans that this is just uh, an appreciation shout out to Maple Wiggins and keep it up because he's doing the damn thing. And thank you guys for always showing up for us. 
Sam get better soon. Okay. <laughs> Appreciate it, Karima. Um, to her point, I don't, I don't think there's any way Steve's going to test out for game five. Um, just the odds he's going to be cleared in 48 hours are very limited, but yeah, he could be back by game healthy, one of next Steve. round. Yeah. yeah. Just get I mean, healthy, it's, right? That's the I just most assume, part. I assume when anyone goes into the protocols, it's a week, you know, it could be, could be a couple days less, could be a couple days more. And the next round starts in a week. So, you know, it's, I hope, I hope he has no complications. Just get well, you know? Um, yeah, I'm, I, I was kind of assuming just, you know, he'd have no complications, but yes, right, to, to the right. point, you know, as long as just get healthy. Um, all right, let's get to yeah. the next caller. Yeah. Mick. And the Wiggins shout out, by the way, just as someone that has been, I think, tough on Wiggins this season, me, it's just, I got, I got no words, man. You gotta, you gotta tell it like it is. Dude's been fucking balling. Yeah. Best player on the team tonight for like three and a half quarters, man. <laughs> anyway, Mick. What's up, guys? It's been a while. What's up, brother? Chilling, chilling. Oh, Andy, um, what's her at, bro? Tell us. <laughs> I already found it. I found it here. Hold on, hold on. I'm gonna send it over in the, in the yes. Um, but jokes aside, like <laughs> I didn't, yo. I didn't find it. My friends did. But anyway, go ahead. <laughs> but yeah, jokes aside, yo, like I, it's like 127 here, and I don't think I'm gonna be able to sleep after that game. But yo, come on, anything for our team for the boys, um. One question though, um, what do you guys think of um Kuminga moving forward? Like, I think we could have used him this game um, instead of um Seidel's husband, but I don't know. Like, I'm not the coach. We're not the coach, so well, we'll see. Okay, Mick, appreciate the call. Okay, can we, can we talk about Kuminga real quick? Um, yeah. yeah. Second straight game they started him. Uh, Second game, they got off to an awful start. Um, it's a lot to ask a teenager to be ready to play in the playoffs. Like whether they should play Damian Lee the amount of minutes they do, or they should go somewhere else. Like that's a different discussion. I'm, I might have to side with, I might have to side with with Kerr on this one. I, I don't know that you know you want to be overextending Kuminga too much as the games get a little more cerebral and a little more veteran. Yeah. I- Look, in the case, he mentioned Damian Lee. I actually thought Damian Lee was pretty good on defense tonight. Like he he's he's generally like not making mistakes there. Offensively, he's he's pretty awful. But like I, that's that's the question, right? It, it's do you go with Kaminga's athleticism and general energy, even though he kind of doesn't know what he's doing, and, and kind of pray, or do you go with Damian Lee's steadiness on defense, which I think he's pretty solid, but at the same time, he's kind of a zero, right? Like, there's no rim pressure. He's not making any shots, right? So they're kind of in a tough spot. I, uh, it's at home. I feel like I would have just played Kaminga in the Lee minutes, but I can see where Brown was coming from. Like, it's not it's not a, it's not not a, an obvious decision, I should say. Like, it's not a, oh, my God, you, you of course you play Lee, or of course you play Kaminga. No, I think, this, I think there's arguments to be made on both sides. For, for and this is, where the, uh, this is where the GP2 injury hurts because those yeah, are his minutes. Yeah. Those are his minutes. 100%. Um, yep. Yeah, it's like they, they were planning on having um, the rotation be – in no order. Steph, Clay, Poole, Wiggins, GP, Draymond, Otto, Looney. Those are your main eight guys. And then, you know, maybe you could sprinkle in some Kuminga, some Iguodala, um, you know, whoever, depending on like matchup and health. And now that they've lost GP2, uh, they need, 
you know, they, they need to find more minutes from, from other guys. So, yeah. <laughs> all right, I'm going to keep moving yeah. forward. I just watched a video of Steph's flop. <laughs> Steph Harden, baby. That was impressive. Truly impressive. I made it. There we go. Success. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, so I guess I wanted to take it back to sort of the more human side of this. Uh, I agree with basically what you guys have been saying as far as basketball. I think we've been seeing the same shit the whole season. But – this game looked like two teams that didn't want to be playing basketball, at least <laughs> until five minutes left in the game, right? Like, rewind. So Gary's gone. We've had this massive back and forth between two cities' worth of fans saying all sorts of ugly shit to each other back and forth, right? There's the Dylan Brooks thing, and then their coach is, like, saying, no, that's not a problem, and then the whole deal with Jordan Poole, as soon as they finish this 142-point legendary game, right, he gets off the game, walks up to the podium all happy, and then they go, oh, yeah, the coach is asking for you to be suspended. So then he has to go to bed. Like, you guys ever spent the night before either a court case or you got to go to school the next day knowing you're in trouble? And you just can't sleep and you're nervous as hell. So that's Jordan's whole night, right? So he spent the last 48 hours freaked out about that, getting called dirty by John Morant in the media, right. like in right. public. John Morant, a guy he absolutely looks up to and wants respect yeah, from. Yeah, yeah, okay. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, and I'm he's gonna not getting back. it. I'm going to start pushing back on you now, Holden. I, I don't know that I agree with – I don't know that I agree with that one. I'm not I'm not buying that Jordan Poole looks up to John Morant or was shook because – uh, Jenkins called him dirty. I think Memphis just Memphis started three players today who didn't start the last game, and they all happen to be significantly better defenders than the guys who started in their place. I, well, I I think the I think the problem there, and I think his, his point I think was good in that I, I think Memphis was bush league and trying to drag Jordan Poole's reputation. Yes, down. that's that's now, that's, yeah. that's amateur hour. No, no way around. Fucking that, yeah. bullshit, right? That's fucking bullshit. Now, if if Jordan Poole had smacked you know, Jaws knee and, and now Jaws out. Sure, because he did that and you could be angry about that. Like, like for example, Dylan Brooks hitting GP to a midair and breaking his elbow, right? Like, that's the Warriors have a right to be mad about that. But I think the, the Bush League and the amateur hour, what you're saying is the part where it's like, you have no concrete evidence that any of this is due to Jordan Poole. Jordan Poole has never been a guy. Look, man, Jordan Poole doesn't play defense. <laughs> How can you possibly say the kid is doing any of this? And I think that's the part where I mean, the NBA agrees. The day after that, the NBA was like, "Yeah, we're not, we're not doing anything. We're not giving him a flaker. Like this is bullshit, right?" I, I just think that's the stuff where you look at the you look at Memphis as an organization. You're just like, this really is your first. It's it's, it's your classic. Sam. It's your classic. Like I remember my first beer. Yeah, exactly. It's, <laughs> it's just. I mean, I was just cr- the first time Jenkins did it, I got annoyed. The second time, I just started cringing. I'm like, "You're embarrassing yourself, buddy." Yeah, it you really know? is. Yeah, like, that's really the best is. way yeah. to put it. Uh, let's get Mikus up here. Oh boy! Mikus. Right after I just said they're not gonna bring me on, and I want to die. Wow! <laughs> just like I Steph Nacho. Just like Steph Nacho up for. Just like Steph Nacho up for three. My guy. Just like Steph Nacho up for three quarters. You guys finally show up in the final minutes. I love to see. <laughs> Uh, we I rely did. on Mikas to bring us home, brother. No, all through the game, we were 0 of 10, and I said, 
I'm going to start doing a shot every three they make. And I did do that. So we're here. We're out here. I'm ready to go. We're going to go rapid fire real quick. You guys don't even think about these questions. We're just going to go. Do we think Memphis Grizzlies fans are more mad at Dylan Brooks for breaking GPQ's elbow or for being the worst player on the floor tonight? Which one do we think? (laughs) Just real quick. Uh, it's got, it's got to be the latter. I I don't think Memphis fans like Dylan Brooks. I really don't at this point. Sam, your turn. Oh yeah. I'm, I'm with you watching Dylan Brooks go into, uh, you know, pure Kobe mode down the stretch has to be infuriating. If <laughs> saw, I saw a great tweet where they were like, Dylan Brooks thinks Kobe wore the number for him. Um, <laughs> is tonight the best game of Wiggins' Warriors career? I wrote all these down while I was drunk watching the game, but I'm going to read them off yeah. real quick. Is tonight the best game of Wiggins' Warriors career considering the stakes? Yes. Yes. Yeah, I, th- I think the stretch, I think the entire playoff stretch is the best basketball he's ever played. Yes, I agree. Uh, the Warriors yep. are let's, the Warriors are yet to lose in chase in the playoffs this offseason or this offseason. No, we're still in the fucking playoffs because we're going to fucking win the championship. The Warriors are yet to u- lose in the playoffs in this playoff run. Even if we have a bad crowd, is there something about saying that our home court might be more effective than any other team in the playoffs right now? Because we have yet That's to lose pretty home. funny. What do you guys think? Um, <laughs> that's pretty I'm funny. Pass. I'm going to pass on that one. Okay, Sam, that's fair. I'll accept it. Andy, you have a stance? I just, I'm just laughing because I people do really dislike that chase. I think it's a little unfair, but I don't know, man. <laughs> I'll tell you what. Yeah. I'll tell you this. I'll tell you this. I'll tell you this. Steph and Draymond really want to get that crowd riled up. I'll tell you that. They're trying their but hardest. They're trying their hardest. At the same hardest. time, maybe if you motherfuckers played better, they would the maybe be, be a better crowd. Yeah, I got three more. Despite how great he is on defense, usually, I'm going to put usually, has Draymond outlived his usefulness? Do we expect the Suns to pick apart the Warriors offense like Memphis if traffic cop Draymond exists next round? Oh, Suns will. Sam? Samuel? Suns will. They're okay. too smart. Okay. Ooh. Um, cool. He pushes back. He I'm pushes not. Back. What, so wait, you're, you're worried about his... You're worried about his traffic cop offense, but then the the Suns are going to pick him apart when though he's on defense. Uh, no, I'm saying asking? picking apart his offense. Like you know how like Memphis is always breaking over passing, oh, he's breaking steals. over offensive okay. actions. Actually, I don't think I don't think they'll be as good as Memphis at it because Memphis forces more steals than anyone because like, of their length. Is, yeah, yeah, and they gamble a lot more than anyone else. So yeah. Okay. Okay, I'll hear that. Um, rank the players Not tonight. That, oh, go ahead. Go ahead. As I was say, not that Chris Paul and Mikel Bridges won't get their fair share of steals, but I don't think like as a collective it'll be as many as Memphis. Rank the players tonight, rapid fire: Wiggins, OPJ, Looney, Steph, top to bottom. <laughs> I'll go. I'll go first. Steph, Wiggins, OPJ, OPJ. Looney. Okay. And that's oh, and that's you know, kind of goes in you know. Steph was- closed the games. Wiggins was the most consistent, and then Otto played more minutes than Looney. So. Otto did save the game, I will say. Just, you know, I will say. The, sh- Otto, like, the shooting versus the defensive difference, but I'll, I'll go with Sam. I'll go with Sam. Okay. Wiggins, Wiggins played 39 minutes and was really good. And then lastly, pick both conference finals matchups for the next round. And Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah, let's hear it. Who, who comes I'm out? In for who, this. Who's competing for the East and who's competing for the West in the final uh, round? I'm going Philly and Milwaukee and Warriors and Suns. I mean, yeah, dude. Andy's got that's a tail. Andy's, Andy's no, tailing the favorites. No, that's exactly who I've got. I mean, I, I want to pick. Look, if you ask me to troll, yeah, of course I'm picking the Mavs, but I, I, I think I think the Suns. Does Milwaukee lose tonight? 
does think, Milwaukee think losing way. tonight might not make you guys worried about maybe Boston? Like Milwaukee should have won tonight, gone up three one. Boston comes back and wins the game. Milwaukee should have won. Nah, nah. That series, Boston, Milwaukee, anybody can say they should have won. Like last game, Boston should have won. Like it's one okay. of those series where it's like either either team can win. The the thing about the thing about Mavs Suns, I think it's funny, is that listen, if the if the Suns lose this series and they don't make and they don't win a championship, <laughs> the window for them is now. I'll tell you that. The window for them is right now. Pretty fucking funny if they can't even make it back to the Western Conference. Look, I don't need to disagree. Love you fucking guys. We are nine ones away from holding that trophy again. Drunk as hell out of here feeling great. We're so fucking close to coming back. Let's go, baby. <laughs> you should take another one. You guys should take another one. Uh, let's get Neil another shot up here. <laughs> I love that guy. That's uh, what's going on, man. I got uh, I got a bunch of I mean there's so much obvious shit to say Wiggins Otto Clay was awful but Ugh. the three things I have that are like I think first of all with Pool it's like with that when he plays like this you can see how bad this how different this team would be if it, if we didn't have Pool playing well I mean it's a totally different team and then the second thing I got is coaching. I mean, Mike Brown's rotations were a disaster. And, like, you know, stealing 13 minute, minutes with Damian, just in complete inability to think critically about what's not working, what's working. He's not attacking Steven Adams. Kyle Anderson just absolutely punished JP, and they didn't do anything about it. And, and then for the Grizzlies, Jenkins is a disaster, and he, I can't figure out how – we keep out re- rebounding the Grizzlies. It's just a bizarre thing. And then the last thing I was just say is Draymond on offense is not even – he looks like Andre out there. He's not even looking at the basket. It is a disaster. If he plays like that in the finals, he's going to get – I mean, we're – it's going to be bad. Neil, appreciate it. I agree – by the way, I agree on the, the Draymond offensive point. They got to figure something out because <laughs> if they end up playing Milwaukee or – Honestly, it doesn't matter. Milwaukee or Philly or Boston or if somehow if Miami gets there. <laughs> if Draymond's playing like this, it's they're actually going to be playing four on five in a way that's like really detrimental to them being able to do anything, you know? So he's, he's got to figure out something on offense. Biggest did. That's really the biggest issue on offense. I mean, I we pointed this out after game one against – in this series where the offense just was special and and a lot of it was because Draymond's out at the same time, you're not sitting them because he's the best fucking defensive player in your team. And he can make game winning players like the one to get like the one against Jokic and then Jaron Jackson. So you can't leave him off. The solution is just, just Steph's just gotta, because Jordan Poole still doesn't have the clout to say, Hey, give me the rock, right? Draymond's going to tell him to fuck off. But if you're Steph, a lot of this is like, look, man, you've got to understand that this isn't working. Right, this just isn't working. You've got to go ahead and get the ball. I don't care if it's Steph that says it. I don't care if it's Mike Brown or Steve Kerr or whoever. Draymond maybe has to realize it himself because, uh, like Neil said, man, they're great if they make the finals. But I, I, I mean, I think it's going to work if they play Miami. Miami's an easy win. But like, it's just, it's, it's just not going to work against Boston, for example. It's not. Yeah. All right, um, last caller of the night because I'm starting to feel it. And I gotta get off here. So <laughs> let's get you um, some water and sleep, brother. Yeah, let's check out uh, Matthew. Matthew Garcia. All right, bring us home. Hey, hey, thanks for 
bringing me on, man. Like, Hell yeah. I mean, like after that 2020 to 2021 regular season Warriors win, uh, you know, I had to get some stuff off my chest with redacted playing like prime Kelly Oubre Jr. Uh, <laughs> Jesus. I, like the, the start uh, and by start, I mean the first three and a half quarters was just abysmal. And then Steph finally said, Hey, look, I'd like to not lose today. So let's go ahead and give me the ball. But, you know, I, I think the game ball really does go to Dylan Brooks, who said, I took out their best defender. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to play defense for the Warriors by taking all the worst shots. So, you know, <laughs> Dylan Brooks. but seriously, can, can we explain what the hell is up with the terrible start? Like the starts for the playoff games have been pretty awful. So any any thoughts, any reason why that's happening? Yeah, so I think the last two games – by the way, Matthew, appreciate the call. Great as always. Uh, look, they're, they're trying to get Kuminga into it. Uh, you're probably not going to start Kuminga in the next round. I think it's as simple as you put Otto in the starting lineup or you put Pool in, depending on if you want to go super small or less small. Um, and they probably don't get off to as bad a start. It, it's it's that simple. It's I, Again, I think Kuminga is going to be an excellent player. He helps this team. Uh, we're reaching that part of the season where, like, you can't have rookie mistakes and expect to get off to a good start. Yeah, yeah, I'm with you. Imagine if Wiseman was playing. I'm just kidding. I'm just saying. I'm just kidding. Hey, um, he's, he's ramping up. Maybe Summer League. <laughs> I don't know why I did that. I was fucking uncalled for. Uh, okay, <laughs> let's get out with this. Let's get out with this. End of the day, yes, maybe you take a Minga out, sure. But it, it comes back down to your two guys that have the ball in their hands, Steph and Draymond. What are you, What are we doing? Just what are we doing? Just constant turnovers, running around like they're like the rookies, like it's their first time in the postseason. Fourth quarter comes along, they play like it's their eighth postseason, and that they're the championship team that they are, right? And we see that, and they look great. But just these starts, man, it's just – it's not like they don't talk about it. I, I just have a hard time understanding the uh, the idea that you can try to keep getting away with this. Steph had a left-hand turnover coming out from the from the middle of the paint, just chucking it to the second row. And you're just like, and Draymond's doing his usual, you know, I'm going to try to pass it to three people, between three people, and see what happens, right? It's just, I don't know, but at some point, it's like, it's just, it's in your DNA, right? It's in my DNA to just swear a lot on podcasts. It's in Sam's DNA to reel me back. It's just how it is, man. It's just how life goes. All right. Appreciate everyone for tuning in. <laughs> Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about. But why? What do we know about magnesium? Well, magnesium is the number one mineral that 75% of Americans are deficient in. If you are a woman over 35, magnesium will help you rediscover balance, energy, and vitality. Magnesium supports more than 300 enzymatic reactions in your body, including those involved in hormonal balance. From functional medicine doctors to mental well-being and female hormone experts, we all know that magnesium is the one mineral to improve all aspects of well-being and health. But which one? Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers. 
the trusted choice recommended by leading experts with seven best-absorbed forms of magnesium to ensure your body receives the support it needs for overall well-being. Go to bioptimizers.com slash balance today and use code BALANCE10 for 10% off. Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance. Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality.